and welcome everybody to What the Hops. Brian here, giving you guys a little intro before the fun stuff that you're probably here looking for. I was able to make it out to Lockport this past Sunday to hit up New York Beer Project where they held the Buffalo Niagara Brewers Invitational. It's the third year that the association has put this on and let me tell you that this is probably the best beer event that is held in the area right now. It features all local beer and generally the list of beers that everybody brought was stuff that you're not really going to find in the tap rooms or out in the wild. So if you didn't really get out there to try things, you'll see stuff being tapped that was there now. It was almost kind of like a preview of what's to come. I know breweries like Rusty Nickel introduced their oak-infused Slice of Havens, which uh, they're tapping on Friday. And Big Ditch will have their... uh, will potentially have their pina colada milkshake on tap as well at some point. The amount of breweries, the amount of beers, just being able to talk to breweries that you might not be able to get to this time of year, especially once uh, winter hits and travel becomes a little tougher. We're able to talk to plenty of people, almost too many to be able to fit in one episode. So maybe you'll see some others pop up later. But on this episode today, you'll hear Pat from One-Eyed Cat, the guys from Big Inlet, uh, two new breweries. Uh, One-Eyed Cat is still still looking for a location, but has been uh, introducing the area to their beers. So it was great to see them out there. Um, Big Inlet just opened up out in Mayville back in November. So it's a place that come summertime and come wine season, it's probably going to be a real hot spot to get to if you don't get a chance to get out there now, because I'm pretty sure it's probably pretty beautiful out there as well. Uh, After that, we ended up talking to Carl from Pressure Drops, so you can imagine how that kind of starts off. It was a pretty fun conversation. Um, Of course, had to talk with Matt Kahn from Big Ditch and especially talk about that uh, pina colada milkshake that got a bit of us hyped up. We ended up talking to Drew Harden from Sato. Brian from Buffalo Beer Reviews was there recording a uh, video for his YouTube channel, so we chatted with him for a little bit. Dave from Rusty Nickel about the new space as well. Brandon from Buffalo Brew Fab uh, was there showing off the Buffalo Brewery mural that they're going to be auctioning off for charity. They do have a kickoff event on February 2nd at World Beer out in Chictawaga over at the mall. And other events uh, on the 6th at Big Ditch, the 9th at 12 Gates, and the 15th at Rusty Nickel. You can go and find them on Facebook and find out more information about that stuff, but they're raising money for Roswell Park and the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center as well. Tickets are $20, so if you're looking to uh, support a new Buffalo business, make sure you look this up, get some tickets, or go to one of these events and... uh, Yeah, try to win this awesome mural that you can see pictures of all over Facebook and Instagram and everything else. We ended up talking after that to John Paul from Brickyard, Todd from Steelbound, and of course our uh, good friend Josh over at West Shore closes it off with some always wonderful wrestling talk. It was a pretty fun episode to record. I can't wait to do something again. Wish we were able to talk to other people as well, but there's only so much time in a day in between drinking and having some fun out at one of these things. It's you got to do what you can, but yeah, I'll uh, talk to you guys when you're all done listening to that. Enjoy. 
If you are looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Buffalo, the industrial powerhouse of the early 20th century. The grain elevators now stand silent on the shores of the Great Lakes, casting their shadow on the City of Light. A city known for blizzards, chicken wings, and Super Bowl losses, where even the natural magnificence of Niagara Falls can't help but magnify the rusted-out shell of a once-great city. Not anymore. Buffalo is a city on the rise again. New industry, green spaces, waterfront development, and the revival of Buffalo's proud brewing past are building the new Buffalo. With over 25 local breweries open in the last decade, Buffalo has an amazing brewing community. Join me as I talk to local brewers about making great beer. Sometimes we talk about the 716, and sometimes we talk shop to help you brew better. Find us at WNY.beer or on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at WNYBrews. How's uh, everything coming along? We are still looking for a physical location. Yeah. That's, that's our big hangout. Uh, but, I mean, everybody, we're getting press. Everybody's coming. People have heard of us. Can't argue with that. You guys are definitely getting out there. So. We're trying. We're trying. We're taking the big ditch route. Yeah. You know, for four years, nobody knew who the hell big ditch. Everybody knew who the hell big ditch was, but nobody knew what they you, tasted like. You didn't, so. you didn't know where you couldn't. You couldn't find them, and then all of a sudden, you're right. just like, oh shit! Look at that building. Exactly. There they are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited for you guys to find a space, though. Great. What do you got there? The Cascadian. Yeah. Nobody's brewing them anymore, man. You got to take them while you can. That's right. That's tight. <laughs> That's going to be one of our six core beers. That'll always. Be yeah. tap, always. Just we to tell. So far, we walked around. There was not descriptions. I think. Like, that, yeah, I think that one of the things is that a lot of people just assume that you know what their beer is. And well, we all know what a New England IPA tastes like, but right. what makes it different from? Winning, winning people know what kind of hops are in and everything else too. It's huge, just because of the fact that I would assume a lot of the people here know their hops for the most part, so they're going to look at it and kind of be like, okay, I'm going to get that kind of flavor and right. know what to expect a little bit. Which is be... way, way different than like the Buffalo Line Tap, where people go there to drink. Yeah. You come here to appreciate beer. <laughs> it's more it's more of a party where you got the silent disco and all exactly. that shit hanging out. Exactly. <laughs> and here you come here going, yes, I know that hop. I love that hop. That is my favorite hop. You know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's beer. <laughs> we need something out here that's similar to like the Central New York Beer Fest that's like yes. going on what next week yeah. I think yep. like if we had something like that dude, people would go to it right. why wouldn't they why Why don't we have a beer festival like that we don't need Buffalo on tap we and need, and need th- more stuff like this I feel right and I think that what you need to do is keep the ticket prices high to get the casual drinkers out yeah right I mean because you you bring the good stuff and people will come to it no matter absolutely. what like that's the thing absolutely and for us it was a matter of everybody asking us where can I get your stuff where can I taste your stuff what the hell and that's so we sweet. worked with uh, the Buffalo Niagara Brewers Association and Dan Robinson here at uh, in your beer project and said hey listen it's not illegal for us to give our stuff to anybody yeah can we just set up a booth and 
just to give it away. You know, we're not just making so, any money off of it, so yeah. that you know that. This way, people people know kind of what to expect when they start hearing more of the news. Exactly. So. Exactly. So yeah, I'm drinking the Cascadian Dark Ale, and Savannah over here is drinking the New England from uh, from One Eyed Cat. Uh, they don't have a physical location, as you just heard, but they're working on it, and it's great to finally be able to actually try something that they have because I mean where else are you going to get it other than like a situation like this so good shit so far I mean when was the last time I think locally I don't really know too many people that are actually brewing you know black IPAs right now the Cas or Cascadian Dark Ales as we're supposed to be calling them so more the first power. I've seen here and probably the only one as far as New England goes it's very smooth very easy drinking it's got a great flavor profile yeah just makes us excited to find another brewery once they uh, pop up so we'll have some uh, have something to look forward to well, nice to meet you. Welcome to Thank Western you. New York, man. Thank you. Uh, Glad to be a part of the scene. When did you guys open up? Just 10 weeks ago, early November. Cool. And oh, wow. Yeah, so still relatively new. Our first real event today, so yeah, we're yeah. as we go. No, we saw you guys on the list, and we're like, all right, got to try some of it out and see how it is. We appreciate it. Definitely got to try to get out there, uh, you know, as, as soon as we can, really, too, to kind of check out the space. That'd be great. Um, how, how big of a space is it? About 3,000 total. Oh, but that's production area and everything. Yeah. And kind of on two and a half floors, we kept the hay half of the hayloft for seating as well. Cool. Food, full kitchen and everything too? Wait, we don't. We have a space for a kitchen, but we've been using food trucks primarily so far. Cool. So that's been working out well for us. We got room to expand into a kitchen if we want to, or more when we want to, just not there yet. Focusing on the beer right now. That's where you gotta beer first, man. Beer's always first. We've got usually we've got eleven beers on tap by cider. Great, thank you. And we've been rotating some in and out. But, uh, where have you been getting the cider from? Um, the cider we get from. I don't know if you have anybody like special yeah, that you do. Must just... cider mill. Yeah. And we get the cider from them, and then we make our own hard cider out of it. Because oh, really? Farm brewery, we can do that. That's most, awesome. Most breweries can't do any kind of yeah. fruit product, or we can. So um, we. we We've done two batches of it, and we sell out of it. Like, man, nice. So, yeah, that's awesome to have something unique like that too yeah. to be able to be able to do. And being a farm brewery, all the wineries in our area are farm wineries. Yeah. So they all follow the same legislation as we do. So we can sell their wines. So we're partnered up with Twenty One Bricks, who's just outside of uh, Brockton Westfield area, uh -huh. and they have phenomenal wines. And uh, so they they have our beer on tap. We we have yeah. their wine, you know, so it's kind of a cool partnership too. You know, so. Other than that, we really can't sell any other alcohol, you know, because we're, we're a farm brewery, so we can't yeah. bring in get, you know, we can't bring in guest stuff. We can't do domestics or anything like that. So yeah. we're doing the wines, and hopefully, we can find some more cider of different kinds too, because people really enjoy it too. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Especially in that space, you figured that cider's going to be a pretty hot seller with all the wineries and everything else out there, too. So. Yeah, it's a cool old barn that we renovated. It's all rough looking, and I mean, it's pretty awesome. Sounds it. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. nice to meet you guys. You too, Ben. Take care. No, no, 
One of these days, I'm just gonna go to the fucking brewery and we're just gonna just now that we're just gonna start yelling about random shit. Man. That that would be a better option. That would yeah. be a better option because I mean, when I'm at the brewery, I'm sober, right? So when I'm out in the world, I cannot guarantee my sobriety. But when yeah. I'm at the brewery and I am working, I am sober. No, we definitely need to get you on and just like get wild and crazy, man. Get you a beer. I do want to try the Black Wishes this year. You got it, man. I feel like that describes me a little bit. I feel a little black delicious every single day. There you go. You just brew whatever the fuck you want, and it's great because we yeah, need we more. English we need more people like right now. Yeah. And somebody said to me, they're like, "You did what?" I was like, "Yeah, we made an English mild." They're like, "Why'd you make an English mild?" I was like, "Cause I wanted to drink it, so I made forty fucking barrels of it so that I could drink it." But people are gonna look and be like, well, "Why is this on tap?" And be like, "People don't drink this in the city." I'm like, well, uh, it's actually one of our better selling beers in our in our tasting room. Yeah. Freaking fly through it. Yep. Good. 3.5% freaking just absolutely crushable, crisp, clean on the back end. Freaking dope beer. We fly through it in the tasting room. What a, one of my favorite beers to drink this summer actually was the collab that you did with uh, Hydraulic Heart. Oh, Planet the freaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Planet Smashers? Honestly, like, you're out, like, whether you're at Larkin or wherever else and you're having that, it's a perfect, like, I still want to drink something, but, like, I want something that has flavor and boom, you know? Like, two and a half percent or whatever it might be. Like, huge. 2.8%. Yeah. It was great, though. I wish that beer had just a touch more fruit to it. Yeah. But other than that, it was on point. And working with Vandro was so chill. Like, I, I didn't really know Vandro. Yeah. And they're like, I was talking to guys at CBW, and they're like, I was like, I want to do a collab with you guys. And they were like, do you have room? And I was like, no, not really. <laughs> and they're like, I was like, do you guys have room? And they're like, not at all. They're like, Vandro's got room in a tank. And I was like, friggin' sweet. So I went down there and talked to her about it. And yeah, no, friggin' turned out. It was a great beer. It was a great experience. She was a lot of fun to work with. And then uh, Jeannie Alexander's like, 2.8%, right? She's like, we'll make a session drinker out of you yet. And then we did the Knives Out collab with them, and that was only 4.5. The Knives Out is like, yeah. it was one of my favorites for sure. That was, that was another highlight I, of the summer, too. Dude, that beer. I, I drank that all summer. I bought four packs, like, there was no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the Space Monkey Episode 3 and the Black Delicious. Let's start off with Space Monkey, so. oh, man. Oh, I appreciate that, man. I, I do mean the, the cans. Oh, like, the art? It's not like a pig. <laughs> yeah, the uh, artist, artist is from, uh, he works at yeah, Tattoo uh, Don's, right? Yeah, he works at Tattoo Don's Nicholas City. Yeah. Not all of it. Kai, so. Kaiser Tom born and raised over here. So. Oh, really? Well, just outside of it. That was Craig, too, yeah. <laughs> so Craig, Craig did... Stinky Trees, Citrus Screamer, Dank Sinatra, Brothers Got a Hug. Which is great as well. And Space Monkey. People really love the Dank Sinatra. I can't remember what the other one he did was up to. And then we had, uh, there was a girl who used to work in the tasting room and she was like going to school for fine arts. So she did the strummer cans. And then, um, there's, uh, 
the assistant distiller at Lakeward. She actually has a degree in graphic art. So she did Aqua Buddha, Knives Out, and the Buckstar cans, which that's like one of my favorites. I love that because I'm just like trying to get sued. And uh, I haven't got a letter yet. I'm blown away. But well, what you got to do is you got to start fucking around with dogfish. Sam's always on top so of that. So I am not going to fuck around with dogfish only because we actually bought our brewery name. So, like, we decided we had to name the brewery Pressure Drop. Well, yeah, because, okay, they because actually, there's also a Pressure Drop in England. Yes. But Dogfish had owned the trademark on it in the United States. Really? Yeah, so we had to buy it from them. And, but they were super chill about it. Like, so we called them up. I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to open a brewery. And uh, they were like, well, forward it to our in-house trademark attorney. I was like, oh, shit. Get wild. Right? I get this guy on the phone, though, man. So he sat there, and uh, they had this, like, little powwow. And it was for a beer that they had made, like, cheers, man, like, three years earlier. They only released it in their tasting room. They never packaged it. They never sold it on the market, and they never made it again. Yeah. So they, like, went into a meeting, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, it's not brand-sensitive or anything like that. Like, we'll sell it to them. And I'm, like, waiting to get the bill for this, right? Like, oh, they're going to want to charge me, like, $28,000, right? Nope. They literally charged me exactly what it costs them to file with the USPTO plus their attorney's fees. So I didn't have to pay my attorney then. That's awesome. So, I mean, they were like, they're like, I mean, it was as chill as chill can be. And they were really great about it. And, like, I mean, we were like three weeks away from opening when we found out that they owned the trademark on it. I did not know there was another Oh, you didn't? Okay. Did not know that. And as soon as we got the name, and we're like, all right, sweet, we got the name. Let's do our Facebook page. We're like, oh, shit. There's another pressure drop. And then they, like, emailed us, and they were like, right in the back. They were like, hey, man, we were kind of considering selling beer in the United States. We're not going to be able to do it if you guys own that name. And we're like, whoops. And they were like, I was like, uh, I just spent like a bunch of money on this. So, yeah, no. I just and saw they did a collab not with only that, uh, but I too. just did all my um, branding. And I'm like three days away from opening. So, I mean, I'm sorry, dude. And I was like, how about this one? Like in a year, we'll do a collab together. And they were like, okay. <laughs> that was the end of that. They seem like they seem like pretty cool people. Like follow yeah, them on chill. social media and they're stuff. Chill. Like, they they're chill, like they're chill, dude. Like, we haven't talked thing. to them since. I should probably send them an email and be like, you'll let's sit together and make some freaking like really fucked up weird beer, man. Yeah. So they do. Um, they did do a KCBC thing though. Yeah. I didn't. I would really wish I would have gotten a can. Yeah. See how it turned out. <laughs> Fifty bucks says it tastes just like a KCBC beer. Probably because it was made in the states at their brewery, you know, all that shit. So, yeah. but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it turned out. 
Well, we're not going to tie you up anymore. We'll get you, Josh, and like John together, and just like all be Josh and John Paul in the same room. Yeah, and then like I'll just in a set bottle up, of whiskey. I'll just set up a microphone and just walk out, and then like come back and like watch like the fire burn. Watch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a brewery burn to the ground. Nice to meet you. Mosey on over to Big Ditch. We don't need Buffalo on tap. We need more like Central New York beer fest kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. We need something like that, and like this is the closest we have. To the, the Brewers Association definitely agrees with that. I mean, they really put this on, and they put it on. I think to be completely counteractive to that festival sort of like yeah. by the brewers for the brewers, and then really sort of high end specialty showcasing special things. Yeah. No, this is awesome. I mean, it also you know, gets... Just to that point, Buffalo and Tap's fine, too, because it's an entry level, right? This is sort of the higher end. There's an entry level. Yeah, and it, get, people it gets audience. people out that are, like, you know... Yeah, don't really know too much about craft beer. Like, yeah, this if is... you don't know anything about craft beer, you go to that. Yeah. 35 bucks, drink four different kinds of beer. But this is more for the brewers and for people who really know beer. People who really want to jump into it. And I'm glad looking at the tap list, too. Yeah. The nice. amount of, like, beers that people have brought to this that, like, you're not going to really find elsewhere other than probably here. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's the only place you have a this beer. Yeah, because you don't have either of these beers on tap at the tap room right now. So, yeah, I have, save the cake I, have, this, this I have to say, looking at the, the list, I was most excited about the pina colada milkshake IPA that's... So up my alley, and yeah, yeah. I just tasted it, and it's fucking delicious. It's definitely, it's definitely a beautiful. So good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll. I wouldn't be surprised if it kicks. Yeah, that's that's this is really good. Good, glad you enjoy it. Yeah, you got. You guys throw this out, and maybe maybe you'll get all the geeks freaking out for it a little we're, bit. We're looking, <laughs> we, we may have a. We may have that and a few other things next weekend. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a uh, great turnout, great beer. We're... Yeah, there's a lot to try. Yeah. Small portions. <laughs> well, there's a the pina colada. What else do you have on? It's a bourbon barrel pullback. But... I mean, I have to say, Thanksgiving was a highlight of my beer, you know, 2018. Yeah, it's going to be hard it for us good. to top that this year. It was a really good well, Thanksgiving. But the bourbon barrel is actually coming next week. From Big Ditch. So we're not, you know, we'll... The bourbon barrels for next year's Thanksgiving okay. are coming like next week. You're preparing, so the, I love so it. So the beer will go in there like in a few weeks or whatever. Yeah. And then in a few months we'll start figuring out what we want to add to them. With all those beers too, like it was funny, when I first had them, I'm like, okay, the I feel like the pumpkin pie was probably my favorite. But then two weeks later, the uh the, the raspberry mellowed out a little bit. Yep. Like, it wasn't as sweet. So, they were all, like, they all started to balance, and we got about, I think we got a four-pack of, like, one of each just sitting right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to bust out next year and yeah. see how it is. The, the coffee, and, I'm thinking, probably ages the best. Yeah. So it was, like, pretty coffee forward fresh. I'm guessing that coffee is probably getting now or maybe another month, probably even, even better. Yeah. So how is uh, working over at Sato and running the ship there and doing everything that you do and teaching and everything else, though? It's good. It keeps me busy. It keeps yeah. me in trouble. 
I definitely wish I was at home in my pajamas today because usually Sundays are my day off. But, you know, there's worse places to be. Right. So, so yeah, just having fun, hanging out with everybody. And, you know, it's a great event. Yeah, no. Like, it's crazy that... Like, you always, like, kind of forget about the fact that, like, you guys are down there where you are. Yeah, and it's, it's tough. It's, a lot of it's the history of the building. So the, the building itself is a historical skyscraper. It's on the registry. So it's really hard to even get construction in there, let alone to continue doing stuff. So they won't let us put a sign on the outside of the building because it's modifying the exterior of a historic building. So we're just like, hey, like, we can't even put up, like, a sign saying we're here. You know, and you need to like find that. like a billboard nearby that like just like sh- like paper it and like shoot an arrow down somehow. Yeah, that's, okay. I mean that's what we're looking at. And we're, we're thinking that we might put like a neon sign in like the bottom window that's there because it's technically inside. I'm trying to think, would, would you be able to paint the outside of the building, like put a mural or something outside, nope. or is it still connected to that? Yeah, it's still still in there. I mean, we've got that back wall that's on the parking lot. I'm sure that we could probably you know commission a mural on that, but then you can only see it if you're pulling in the parking lot. There's someone parks in front of it. You can't really see it. Yeah. It's like same thing. Like we put up stand-up signs and step outside, but if people park in the street, you can't really see it. It's car parking. Yeah. Uh, and then like there's a couple poles down there, but most of them are owned by the city for utility poles, so they won't let us use them for that. And then there's a couple other like parking garages there, but they're like, oh yeah, you know, we're using the sign, so you can't take ours. And if you want to erect one, you can pay for it, and then you can pay us rent for it. And it's like. Put up a sign, we just want to put up a sign. Right? Yeah. One, one and done. Well, this, is, this is great right now, though, Thank by you. the way. I think 2019 might be the year of brewed IPAs. I'm hoping a little bit. Like, They're fun, man. They're get, fun. get away from the uh, the haziness and more of just something clean with... Well, I mean, seltzers and stuff are a big trend, and people like how oh, they're crisp and light and drinkable. And, you know, yeah. same thing. There's just a little more barley in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, how is it going and like working on such a small system now, too, though? I love it. Yeah, I, I love it because it gives me a little more control. It's a lot more manual, so it's still more hands-on. You feel like you've got a better connection. Does it let you like play around with flavors a lot more than you would be able to with the bigger system? Yeah, and I, and I think that you get a little more. It's like it's more concentrated. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you know the, the aroma's there, and I'm standing over the whole thing every time. Like my other brewers there, like the, the, I mean, he's just been with us. I basically trained him. Like I'll step up a certain certain mash, and I was like, I'm like your water level's wrong, or like this is off, or like that. And he's like, what? And he's like, no, no, it's gonna be really fine. I'm like, no. Like I can tell, I can just tell that it's got it. And I'll go back and look through his numbers. I'm like, yeah, like you're about five gallons off on this. Like you should fill it up. He's like, how, how the hell do you do that? And it's like, it's just. Well, I've, been, I've been doing this for a little bit. I kind of just know at this point. Right. Yeah. We're, we're almost at our hundred bats, which would technically be two hundred hot side turns through our system. So we we double that. So we're just getting into the eighties. So we had hundred. That system's already been rolled two hundred times. So like, doing it. <laughs> 200 times in about a year and a half. Like, cool. Well, thanks for talking. I'll, I won't tie you up anymore. So we're here right now with Brian from Buffalo Beer Reviews. So what beers have you had so far? Has anything really uh, knocked your dick off? I really liked the White Bronco. I had White Bronco from the Brickyard Brewing Company. 
uh, for Buffalo Beer Week. Uh, it was really nice to see that beer back out in, uh, uh, in circulation again. The Vermont-styled IPA from One Eyed Cat was also really good. It had this really nice... I was glad um, to see I was glad to see that they brewed a black IPA, so... Yeah. Or, or Cascadian Dark Ale, yes. as we now refer to them as. It was a really nice uh, sort of dry-hopped um, um, kick was, to it. Yeah, the IBUs on that were like 127, so... Yeah, and you could tell. You yeah, could tell. it was heavy, man. I was happy to see uh, version 2.0 of the one from the New York Beer Project. We're going to head We're gonna head back down there and yeah. hit them up. We wanted to come up here and uh, try some shit. The if original, you haven't got to uh, Big Ditch and had the pina colada yet... Yeah, I did. That is all sorts of weird <laughs> and different. <laughs> and it's good, though. You get that salinity to the upfrontness, and then you get the smoothness of that milkshake and the IPA finish. It was all sorts of weird, but I think it worked. I don't know how it would play out on a large scale, but it worked. Well, I feel like if they tap it at the brewery and do what they did with the uh, cotton candy milkshake and everything else, it's just going to go fast as fuck. Yeah. So I agree with you I, on that. I, I can't see that lasting very long. If they want to can something like that and do a small batch, it'll sell. Yeah. So. Something like an XPA size batch. Yeah. You know, make, that's the one thing, uh, that's one thing with Big Ditch is they do make very large batches of their cans and everything else. So people, which is great because people do have accessibility to them. But yep. at the same time, it doesn't doesn't develop the hype that everybody chases after. I know. Which isn't a bad thing, because that just means, hey, more for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> or it means, like, I work weekends a lot. So if I'm working a weekend when Fox Series number five's coming out, it means I can go there on Monday morning when they open, and there's still going to be some in the refrigerator. Exactly. Which is great for me. Yeah. It's great for everybody. Yeah. So, We've actually just wandered over to Rusty Nickel, and we have uh, Amy from Continent Draft over here pouring us some uh, beer that she said is what I want. I'm assuming this is the Oak Age Slice of Havens. It's a great festival thing. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of good beer. This, this one that I just poured you, it's new. Slice out but this one, we actually um, infused it with bourbon uh, oak barrels from Niagara Craft Spirits. And we use 100% New York State malt from Niagara Craft Malts, New York Craft Malts, Niagara Craft Spirits. Um, and all of the ingredients besides the oranges are New York State. Um, so it kind of plays into us being a farmer. It's delicious. I did have some Slice of Havens last week uh, at the uh, Sausage Fest. We were there at the beginning. This beer, like the oak, definitely comes yeah, out. Right in the end, right? Yeah. yeah it, definitely, cool. it definitely hits you. So you tried the other Slice of Havens, not, not this one, right? You taste the difference. The oak helps mellow it out. It just, it just smooths it. Yeah. It smooths it right up. Yeah, it's real good. So I just saw the article today about the uh, new space yeah. out downtown. Yeah. How um 
how's all that gonna go now? With well, uh, so we're still waiting for our permitting. We had to revise our permit, obviously, because the, the other place closed. And so now we're taking so, over so that it, space. So with them closing, are you guys gonna have like a kitchen in there yeah, as well? Yeah, so we have your to own? build one. Yeah, we weren't planning on building one, so puts <laughs> behind a little bit, but we'll build it. In the end, it's all gonna work out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be better. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. We get to control everything. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be good. But now we, we just have to build it. Oh, that's awesome! It'll watching, take us a uh, to build it. watching you guys grow from uh, yeah, this little thinking little place. Being uh, being a regular over at Ebenezer back in the day to like seeing like that building in the back What's of the parking lot yeah, <laughs> actually become something yeah. and then me just being like where the fuck are we going to put all these goddamn cars yeah I know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. we restriped it it did help you guys help. you guys have made it work yeah I will say that yeah, made it work <laughs> <laughs> yeah. believe it or not there's 108 spaces there believe it or not Fills up fast. 108 spaces of people who actually know how to park. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem. But yeah. Are you guys, uh, so when the new space opens, are you guys going to be doing anything different at the old space? Nope. No, well, we'll be brewing a hell of a lot more. Yeah, we're getting, part of that build out is we're building out the space in West Seneca with a lot more fermenters. Okay. Yeah. The back, the back room will be getting a lot more. That's awesome. Yeah. Because you're going to be brewing at the new space as well, right? No. It's just straight. Under the, under it's just straight. Under the farm rebuild, you can have what they call branch offices. You can have five of them. Okay. That's our first one. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's but a that's built. That'll be good though because it exposes you guys to the city people that don't, yep. they, that, do that are too afraid to actually venture five minutes that's, away to West Seneca. Yep. Like because people don't realize that. Like I grew up. People say like, where are you guys? You're like West Seneca. Like, ah, it's eight minutes. Eight I grew minutes. up in I grew up on the border of Kaisertown and South Chittawaga. Yeah. And you know, right? So it's like I mean I worked at I worked at Garden View for five years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're literally not that far away from the city. Like yeah. you're five minutes away from. And, there was a, yeah. and like people are so afraid to like just hop on a thruway and go five minutes right, down five the minutes. Road, you know but that's what's great about western new york in a sense too though right. like because if you look at it you're really what 20 minutes from north buffalo or right. 20 minutes from north town anything you know <laughs> you want to you want to get out to woodcock oh it's like i'm gonna take a half hour drive and half hour is like what five miles in like a city like LA or like yeah, Atlanta yeah, exactly. you know what I mean like we, we're we spoiled with traffic here but people don't utilize it I know so I know right. and that's one of my goals this year is to make sure that I'm enjoying the south towns more than yeah. I have been yeah there's a lot so but I'm happy that you guys are opening up a place in the city too because people are going to look at you guys and actually be like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, who are these guys? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and it's going to be a great thing. Yeah. But you guys have been fine tuning a lot of your beers. Like, yeah, but yeah. Revisiting a lot of the beers that I've had a couple years ago and like tasting them now. Yeah, we're getting better. You can, you can, taste, you can taste the difference on it. And a lot of it is equipment based because your beer is so equipment based and we started with the crappiest, shittiest equipment and just replace it as you can, you know, and get better stuff. It makes yeah. a difference. Well, hey, cheers to cheers. the hey, new space. You. Hopefully it's uh, 
open before summertime, so you guys can. Uh, it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> so you guys can utilize uh, yeah. utilize the cool summer. Patio on the sidewalk too. So. And we know how Buffalo is with fucking their patios, man. Yeah. So. I mean, it'll be fun. So what have we got going on here, Rob? Standing over by uh, Buffalo Brew Fab. Right, well, right now we're actually promoting this uh, raffle we got going on. It's uh, all proceeds will go to Roswell or the Niagara Art and Culture Center. It's $20. And uh, you get to win this beautiful shrine here. This thing looks awesome, too. I'm going to make sure I take a picture and throw it on Instagram for everybody. Uh, go follow them. You guys are just Buffalo Brew Fab on yep. basically all social media, yep. right? Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, go on Facebook. They have a bunch of different uh, events going on over the next, basically, what, yep, two, we three a, weeks? Yeah, we got a nice beer tour. The kickoff party is February 2nd at the World of Beer from 5 to 8. Yeah. So that's going to be a huge party there. Unfortunately, I'll be out of town on the 2nd. But we got, we got a nice lineup. I'm going to make sure, yeah. like, I think I get out. I saw you're at Rusty Nickel on the Friday, maybe, or the 9th. Yeah, like, there's a bunch of, they're going to yeah. be at breweries all across the rest of New York and everything else, yeah. trying to show off what you can win and raise some money, man. Yeah. We definitely have to uh, sit down with you guys, come and check out the workshop and stuff, too. Yeah, like, I agree. seeing some of the pictures on social media, yeah. you guys are making awesome shit. We got beer on tap there, too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> right now, we got Steel Bomb, Dirty, Nutty Blonde. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to uh, have to get out there and see what you guys do. I mean, because, hey, the beer scene in Buffalo isn't really just about the beer. It's about everybody else that's doing stuff to promote the beer. Oh, yeah, it's, it's all about the art. It's the art exactly. Behind the metal work, so. and the art behind the craft beer. Exactly. Finally made my way over to Brickyard. How's it going, John? Living the dream. Hanging out over here, and uh, I think we're two peas from a pod when it comes to music, I feel. One of my favorite Twitter falls right now is you, actually. Really? Yeah. Right. You're just ridiculous, man. I'm, I just let it go. That's what you gotta be, man. There's, there's no point in holding it back on Twitter. Why are we there? Anything. Yeah, like, I mean, that's what Twitter's for. It's just like... Just lit it all out, man. Yeah. No, I definitely need to get back out. The only... I was at Brickyard twice over the past year. One of them was right before the Jack White concert, so okay. it's kind of a shit show. That was a shit show. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. And Dude, we saw it coming, we didn't see that coming. Yeah. But I definitely want to get out there in the next like month or so and see Do what it. you guys have been doing Do because... I mean, we've got a weird new IPA coming out. Yeah. Yeah, Groomgeist hops from Germany. Okay. Groomgeist means green ghost. Okay. Brood of honey, so we're going to call it, we're calling it Bumble Ghost. <laughs> a little older the Bumblebee and the Groomgeist, but also because, like, so many of our employees get ghosted on Bumble. <laughs> hey, I, I, I've been there before, so. So, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> this is our year. We're, we're not, yeah. we're not in a dome, man. That's the one thing, talking talking with Carl upstairs, too. Like, that's what we need. I mean, just I was joking around with him. Like, I feel like I got to get you, him, and Josh in a fucking room together oh and just set a microphone up and just walk away and just see what the fuck happens. <laughs> you're going to get some interesting <laughs> feedback. Because <laughs> you, you, you three are just like the... 
You you are the voice that doesn't have a voice necessarily. Right? <laughs> we jokingly say that the three of us get together, somebody's ended up pregnant. One of us is gonna get pregnant. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys do these things because it helps with people know that Lewiston does have a great brewery. Right. And uh yeah. We're not that far away. I was just talking with uh, talking with Rusty Nickel, and everybody from the city's like so afraid to go to fucking West Seneca, which is five minutes away from the it's city. It's nothing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's but, absolutely nothing. But from you to Rusty Nickel, it's probably what a half hour, maybe, yeah, maybe 40, forty minutes. minutes yeah, which is nothing a day. Again, which is nothing at all because you go to another brewery, or you go to another city. You go to like a city like Atlanta, and forty minutes is like ten miles. Or not even forty minutes is like five miles really yeah you know like well that's we we when we went from oh boy it's the first it's the first glass break of the night i feel bbc to sato it took us 24 minutes and that's literally nothing nothing that's nothing it's like four songs you know that's a drive down the 190 yeah so Speaking of Carl, yeah, no, he, he was he was saying to me earlier, he's like, <laughs> need to get you, John Paul, Josh, in a room with like a bottle of whiskey, just watch this place burn to the fucking ground. Let's do it. <laughs> Name the it. date, motherfucker. You know what? That's how Ricky Gervais started. He brought in Carl Pilkington, and the world blew up, man. <laughs> Josh is our Carl Pilkington. Oh yeah, no, he's totally Carl. Nobody can contain that. Like the Carl is not actually Carl. Josh is Carl. <laughs> now, you guys keep doing what you're doing Thanks, and keep being as loud as you are because we love it. Personally, here. We're not making noise. Oh. I will say, like, I had this conversation with my girlfriend this morning because I, of course, you know, like, I'm just being an idiot combing my beard this morning. And I sent her a snap of me singing along <laughs> with Blow Up the Outside World. And she said, I can't believe how bad my boyfriend's taste in music is. <laughs> and I told her, Chris Cornell is one of the most underrated songwriters in the last 40 years. 100%. Man. Like, listen 100%. to his fucking songs. The dude was amazing. His first solo album is one of the best albums in the 90s. Hands down. And nobody realized it. Right. It's like you Audio know? Slave is so just like, yeah, we're going to play Cochise and move on. Like, dude, listen to it. Yeah. Like, and like everybody looks at it, it's like, oh, well, I miss Zach De La Rocha and I wish this was more rage. And it's like, dude. Like, appreciate what Cornell's doing. Right. You know? And, yeah, we can forget the whole Jamie Foxx thing that he did. But, you know, you have some missteps every so often. Man's got to get paid, too. Exactly. We did Das Blep on one of the podcasts. Uh, I had my brother and his wife and Tom from L.A., and they both hate IPAs, and they love cats, so it was... The perfect beer for we them. We knew we were doing. <laughs> so yeah, now we'll. That beer's gonna make a comeback. Hey, I don't think you're gonna hear any complaints from anybody on I that. Don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, we'll keep in touch, man. All right, let's go talk on the road here. What's happening, guys? Hey, How you doing, man? How's it going? You enjoying yourself? I yeah. am enjoying myself. Since I am a portly gentleman, yeah, I feel like yeah, I need. Named it after me, man. I can, you know. You know. Is he, they're gonna call it this or Jonah Hill. <laughs> and uh, 
that this is like less there, of a lawsuit. There is a website that says that is you can just type in. I think is JonahHillFat.com. Oh, and they tell you like if he's fat or not. I'd hate to be the guy's tailor. Like, because that dude is like going back and forth or whatever. Uh, he's got to have a medium XL to XL. That's his sizes. So how are you guys doing down in Alphaville? Doing well now. Yeah. Especially like with ski season. Spring, yeah, man. ski season. We're moving a lot more beer to the tap room now. Distribution is definitely picked up too. So well, you guys just opened up the distillery too, right? Yeah. So we do all of our vodkas. We do a, a white rum. We do a blueberry vodka. Yeah, blue balls and pairs well with the blueberry wheat that we do. <laughs> so it's a good shot in the beer combo. Nice. 15 barrel brew house, huge distillery. Um, we do like brick oven pizzas, burgers, salads, seafood, everything, man. So cool. shop down, check us out. Yeah, no, man. It's great to have more beer down there as well to uh, keep Oakville on their toes, too. And I heard there's a third uh, a third brewery that's going to be going in there, so. Really? Yeah. So, no, it's, it's a awesome. destination town, dude, you know? Well, it's nice because with everything from Southern Tier and, like, you can honestly do a little bus tour now. Yeah, well, like, definitely. Kind of going, going from you guys on Southern Tier. Well, especially, stuff. like, with the Ellicottville Distillery, us as a distillery, us as a brewery, EBC is a brewery, the, whatever the third one is, it's going to be going in there. And then you could, you know, take, take it on. You could go over to Jamestown, hit Jamestown Brewing Company, hit Beer Stop. Whatever. Whatever you know, that ends up opening. Yeah, yeah. They've been going through so much bullshit. Well, it's all their contractor shit, dude. I go down I go down every once in a while and talk with, uh, you know, John and Matt. So, one thing after another down there, dude. So, out of their control. So, yeah. And it sucks. When you run into shit like that, I mean, he's what's to do. Yeah. yeah. He's just mad that he doesn't have a bubble vest. Oh, I do have a bubble vest. Do you have a bubble vest? I gave that up back in 2002 when the hardcore kids tell me what is cool anymore. No, I just got another one. <laughs> going to going to metal shows, going to hardcore shows, and all the kids were wearing it in 2001, and then 2003 showed up. I gotta tell ya, we're Hold on, really wait, kicking wait. old school here for a hot set. Okay, I was rocking it in the, the mid to late 90s when all the rave kids were rocking Wait, when I was leaving right? the brewery today, hot. I'm That's carrying hot. this with the thing. The wind kicks up the minute I step outside, and the top to this hit me so hard in the face that I almost blacked out. This is heavy. This, yes. This is heavy. I'm walking, and the top came up heavy. and went. It, it, was, it was brand new this morning. Brand new. And Rob dropped it off. I mean, Actually, it, it looks great. It looks great. I have to drop it off at Rob's tonight. Why? It needs three more coats of lacquer. Okay. <laughs> It also says Josh is a sexy beast on the inside. Yeah. He is, man. That hair's getting insane right man now. Man bun. You gotta yeah. make a beer called Man Bun. No, I'm making a beer called The List. The <laughs> List. Because I just made The List. Paul the Jericho? Yes. I kind of hope he shows up tonight. Chris Jericho? Okay. He's not. He's signed with AEW. I mean, he won't, but I kind of hope he does. I just because then everybody will be like, what the fuck is going on? I would like. I, I mean, I'm talking no, about. I'm talking I am about literally making a beer called The List. I am using Judas from Fozzie as the movie for the beer. I mean, you better be proficient. I am. 
And I am just gonna beg Chris Jericho just to show up. We will promote the shit out of that. Because he's fucking Chris Jericho. Okay. We had yesterday, we had some hipsters at home. Like total hipsters. Yesterday. They walk in and it was like right as Amanda came in. And I'm sitting at the bar with Matt and I put on the Royal Rumble. And they were like, dude, do you like wrestling? And I was like, I fucking love wrestling. We, they stayed Beer for an bucket. hour and a half and we talked about Chris Benoit and Derek. I have no idea. Where did these hipsters originate from? I don't know, but they had like these super purple sunglasses. It, they were so cool. We talked about wrestling for an hour and a half. I love wrestling. Hey everybody, I'm Joe. And I'm Sean. And we have a pro wrestling podcast we want to tell you about. It's called I Could Talk Kayfabe. That's right. We're looking at the wrestling magazines from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, breaking them down and having some fun. Do you want to know who was the number one rated wrestler in March of 1986? Do you want to know why Rick Root is wrestling the Ultimate Warrior all wrong? Maybe you want to hear about a brutal ladder match between Colonel De Beers and Scott Hall. Or how about an interview with Mike Rotundo? There's a lot of them. And lots of cool photos of Butch Reed and Al Perez. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Rate, subscribe, and tell a friend. You pencil neck geek. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed all of that. Buffalo Niagara Brewers Association put on such a wonderful event, and I'm glad I was able to record and just have the fun that we had there. You can go find them online at buffalonagrabrewersassociation.org and find out more information about events and just happenings in the area beer-wise. You can find my friend Savannah who happened to join me throughout the evening and helped uh, talk to a couple people over on Instagram at Lady of the Hops. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at What the Hops, on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast, and check out our WordPress where I've been uh, trying to write a couple things. We'll probably try to get some more photos up and figure out more stuff we can really do with it just to uh, let you guys know that we uh, really enjoy being a part of this scene and the people that we meet and the things that we're able to be a part of but you can find that at whatthehops.wordpress.com so go check that out and uh read some of the stupid words i write as always we are uh proud members of the hopped up network as well go to hoppedupnetwork.com find all our past episodes find uh some of our friends and uh support them as well because Beer podcasts are probably some of the more fun podcasts that you have out there. And on that note, what the hops? <laughs> <laughs>